And here we go. Here we go on this Monday evening. It is the third day of October. Can you believe it? 2022, 6 o'clock straight up. WYXR 91.7 on your FM dial. Uh, It's time for Real Talk Memphis, ladies and gentlemen. And uh, I know many of you knew that, but for those who were the uninformed, I had to put it out there. I am your humble host, Chip Washington. Very happy to be here on this Real Talk Memphis Monday. A beautiful day in the neighborhood. I'm sure it was a beautiful day in your neighborhood as well. Uh, temperature, I don't really, I barely maybe got to 80 degrees today. No rain in the forecast for the next several days. So everything is looking good and uh, feeling good. I hope it, that you have had a very uh, wonderfully productive week, safe week, and all that kind of good stuff since the last time we communicated about a week or so ago. It's been good for me as well. Uh, gang's all here tonight, fired up and ready to go. This is the ladies' edition of Real Talk Memphis on this Monday evening, and uh, I'm happy about that. And and uh, f- for the uh, again for the uninformed men out there, women are the smarter than we are. So it's always nice to get that check. Lola is uh, yeah, she's she's like co-signing on that big time. But uh, they are, and it's always nice to get that perspective uh, from them. And actually, I've spoken uh, on this show with well, not on this show, but on a another show with one of our guests, who's the first guest tonight. And have never spoken with the other two. So I'm looking forward to that a bit later on. So we have a good show for you tonight, uh, as always. I want to get to the uh, news and notes in just a minute. But first, if you uh, celebrated a birthday yesterday, have one today, which several of you do, uh, or have one this week, this is your segment. This is the shout-out. And nobody does a shout-out, birthday shout-out, better than we do right here on Real Talk Memphis. So we're going to get to that. But we can't do it until I say Hit it, Lola. Indeed, it is your birthday and several of yours' birthday today. Happy birthday is going out to Tiffany Crow Dixon. Happy birthday to you. Barbara Williams celebrating today. Happy birthday. Inez Walker, your birthday is today. Happy birthday, Zellner Brown. Barbara Clemens celebrating today. Tan Lenore is celebrating as well. Happy birthday to Robin Lewis and to Jenny Smith. And uh, last but certainly not least, and a very special happy birthday uh, to uh, one of the Full View Missionary Baptist Church members. Just a, a tremendous guy all the way around. Uh, happy birthday to uh, Rory Williams, Reverend Rory Williams uh, from from our church, uh, Fullview Missionary Baptist Church, wishing you a happy birthday. I know they did it, the uh, pastor did it yesterday, uh, but today is his actual birthday. So happy birthday to you and each and every one celebrating on this day. Uh, glad you made that this trip around the sun, and hopefully we'll all be back next year so we can celebrate your next trip around the sun all over again. Happy birthday, everybody. Thank you, Lola. So in uh, news and notes uh, today, uh, just uh, saw something uh, come across the wire a little while ago. Another 15-year-old has been charged with not one, not two, not three, but four counts of first-degree, attempted first-degree murder and a whole host of other charges for some recent uh, Midtown Memphis shootings. 15 years old, four counts of attempted first-degree murder, uh, 
here we go again with this city. We, we continue to talk about uh, these issues, in particular uh, what is going on with our young folks. So uh, that is uh, some of the latest news that came off uh, the wire this afternoon. Uh, for you, you want to know more about that, go to the Fox 13 website. I'm sure all of them will have it. Uh, but, uh, man, unbelievable. Absolutely unbelievable. So uh, I don't know if I mentioned it last week or not, but uh, the uh, current president and CEO of uh, MLGW, J.T. Young, his last day is October 14th. Uh, he'll be moving on, moving back to Florida where he came from. Uh, and uh, in the meantime, one of the board members, the president of the board, uh, Mitch Graves, is the uh, interim uh, CEO. Uh, also, um, uh, Alonzo Weaver, uh, who's a longtime MLGW employee, will be handling those duties. Uh, if and until such a time uh, as uh, the mayor um, uh, picks, uh, announces a, a new pick to uh, man the helm of MLGW. And speaking of, uh, after two years, the community offices are back open today. Uh, downtown, Lamar, Whitehaven, and Millington offices are now open. Uh, it has been a challenge for some to uh, contact MLGW about their bill and any other questions they may have because of a shortage in staff. Well, they recently hired 25 new uh, customer service employees, and they are in the process of being um, trained at this particular point in time. So hopefully uh, some of those issues will be alleviated. But if you actually want to go down and see somebody face-to-face, -face, you can do so because four of those offices are now open for business. And uh, let's see, the, the chief of the uh, Memphis Fire Department uh, wants a policy change in reference to uh, yet again another crash uh, that involved uh, and injured two off-duty firefighters. It happened about 3 o'clock in the morning uh, while uh, they were responding to um, uh, you know a crash that happened on I-240. Uh, one of them was released from the hospital. The second officer is still uh, in the hospital. But again, uh, they were blocking traffic, you know, as you do as they were working an accident scene. And uh, sometime during the process of that, uh, they were trying to save a crash victim's life when they were hit by a car. And, of course, uh, this is uh, prompting a yet another call uh, for some type of uh, uh, initiative, some type of law, some type of something uh, that will increase the penalty for folks, uh, particularly when you're dealing with an emergency situation like they were and that they were hit. They could have been killed, but they are going to survive, which is a good thing. So we will see what happens uh, in terms of that. Uh, 61 years ago, I don't know if it was today, but 61 years ago, a group of students broke the color barrier here in Memphis, Tennessee. It was on this day, actually today, in 1961, that 13 black first graders showed up for their first day of school at Bruce, Gordon, Roselle, and Springdale Elementary Schools, uh, integrating classrooms that were previously all white until that point. And I know they had a, a special ceremony uh, honoring them uh, today as well. They were known as the Memphis 13, and uh, they are the students credited with advancing the civil rights era black Americans way back 61 years ago. So uh, a topic that uh, not many of you like to have a conversation about, uh, which is flu season and the flu vaccine. Well, uh, just to let you know, I'm passing information on only to the stubborn ones of you out there. Uh, flu shots are now available. 
at the Shelby County Health Department, all of their locations from 8 a.m. in the morning to 4 p.m. in the afternoon, Monday through Friday. If you have insurance, the shot is free. If you don't have insurance, they will work with you in reference to a sliding scale. So, you know, once again, this is the time of year where folks, the weather is starting to change and shift and become a bit cooler and things like that. So, you know, folks start getting sick. We don't know how bad the flu season is going to be, but it's here now and it'll probably go to sometime around March of next year. So if uh, you generally get a flu shot, get one this year. Also available is a booster for the Omicron variant of COVID-19. Now, you know, a lot of folks don't think COVID's with us anymore. It's still out here, uh, but uh, it is not as prevalent as it once was. Uh, there is a booster that has been designed for that. Uh, call the health department for more information, but you can also get a booster shot uh, as well. So the Memphis Tigers uh, football team played this weekend and won a, a pretty good game against the Temple University. Uh, but uh, there seems to be an issue with folks showing up actually for the game. Uh, another attendance uh, was somewhere around 22,000, 23,000. Now listen, in a 55, 56,000-seat stadium, that's just not going to cut it. I mean, when you, when you, I mean, you can't even take a shot around the stadium uh, you, because all you'll see is empty seats. 22,000 on a nice, beautiful weather day? As many Tiger football fans as we supposedly have in this city, and that's all we can muster up. That is a little embarrassing and a little shameful, and we we just need to do better. Period. Uh, the coach made that comment, uh, as it as did the old Miss coach uh, Lane Kiffin uh, last week. Uh, he thought the attendance was pretty abysmal, and he publicly called out uh, the student body and the fans of Ole Miss to show up this past weekend. Uh, and they absolutely showed up this past weekend. The stadium was full. It was beautiful. The, the uh, Rebels won. And that's how it should be. So, you know, we got all these guys out here playing. Uh, the Tigers are undefeated, by the way. And, uh, you know, again, uh, they're only averaging 21, 22, 23,000 fans a game. And nobody can quite figure out why that is the case. But nonetheless, uh, it is the case. I'm trying to see. I think I may have missed something. But. Uh, in terms of the lineup tonight, uh, as I said, it's ladies' night on uh, Real Talk Memphis. And uh, my guests are as follows. Beverly Robinson is the president and CEO of the Memphis Chamber of Commerce. She'll be joining me in just a few minutes to talk about, uh, uh, you know, how things have gone uh, since she is man the helm. It's been four years I heard about that today. It was four, it's been four years. I can't believe it. She's stepping down at the end of the year. So we'll chat with her about uh, her experiences in terms of helming that organization, moving Memphis forward. Renee Malone is the president and founder of KQ Communications. It is a boutique PR firm. It is an award-winning PR firm, and they do an absolutely amazing job in what they do and with what they do. I've worked with them a few times. I uh, never had Renee on the show. Uh, she's a former uh, television news reporter, broadcaster, uh, like myself, and uh, we're going to talk to her about her, her uh, agency and why it is so successful. And Someone uh, that honestly needs no introduction because uh, you are very familiar with her voice. Uh, each and every morning, if you wake up and you listen to 95.7 Hallelujah FM, I didn't say it the way they said it, but, you know, that's, that's just me. Sherry Mackey uh, is uh, one half of a very, very popular duo uh, that is on uh, in the morning. She and Dre Money 
you know, kind of uh, inform and entertain us uh, each and every morning. Uh, lots of high energy, uh, a very fun show. Uh, they do an extraordinary job. And Sherry is going to join me a little bit later on in the broadcast to talk about her career uh, in radio, how long she's been there, and uh, why uh, she enjoys it so much. So there you go. A great uh, lineup of uh, guests this evening on this Ladies' Night on Real Talk Memphis. So we're going to take a break. And uh, as we come back, we're going to get involved in this broadcast. Of course, you can catch us on, uh, I forgot to tell you where you can catch us, uh, 91.7 on the FM dial. We're also on TuneIn Live. Uh, we are also on Facebook Live, live. Uh, we'll be posting to YouTube. And, of course, as a podcast, you can catch us wherever it is you get your podcast. But our first break is, uh, is, is, is here now. When we come back, we're going to get things started. This is Real Talk Memphis. I am Chip. You know who you are. Quick break. Right back. If you like Real Talk, here's a way you can get involved. Do you have a show topic idea or suggestion? Want to be considered a guest or have a guest idea? Then send Chip a message on his Real Talk show page and you can be a part of the Real Talk experience. So as he always says, go out and tell somebody. We'll be right back. Minglewood Hall presents Lucy Dacus on Friday, October 14th. Lucy Dacus is a musician, performer, and storyteller. Her most recent album, Home Video, was named a Top 10 Album of 2021 by NPR Music, USA Today, Rolling Stone, and The New York Times. For more information, visit MinglewoodHallMemphis.com. Support for WYXR comes from Focal Point. Located in Crosstown Concourse, Focal Point is a Southern College of Optometry clinical facility that offers fittings with designer eyewear and eco-friendly frames. Learn more at focalpointcrosstown.com. WYXR is sponsored in part by Indie Memphis, celebrating the 25th anniversary of the Indie Memphis Film Festival, October 19th through the 24th. Tickets and more information at IndieMemphis.org. Get Real Talk on the TuneIn mobile app under WYXR, and he's now streaming live on Facebook. And you can also catch a rebroadcast on YouTube. Just put WYXR in the search box and hit subscribe. Now back to more Real Talk with Chip Washington. And welcome back to Real Talk on this Monday evening, beautiful Monday evening in the city it is. And as I have been billing it all weekend long, it's ladies night here on uh, Real Talk Memphis. And of course, my first guest is someone that I have known for uh, several years uh, and and I've I've had a crush on her. She already knows that. And Howard does too. No problem with that. (laughs) But but Beverly Robinson is, 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 is my guest. And of course, uh, she, she, everyone in the city knows her and knows uh, what a special gift she is. Currently, she is the president and CEO of the Memphis Chamber, 
to be stepping down at the end of the year. But Beverly, it's so nice to have you on the show. Good evening. Good evening, Chip. And I'm so glad to know where you are now. I try to follow you <laughs> through your path, but your path is very circuitous. But I catch up eventually with you, and I'm glad to know you're there with Real Talk because I think you're the right person for something that says being real, okay? Well, thank you, dear heart. I appreciate you so much. I really, really do. Last time you and I chatted, it was at another station, you know, on another side of town, and I had, I had to drag you all the way out to North Memphis to come, <laughs> to come see But I came, did I not? You absolutely did, and I, was, and I really appreciate that. So, listen, it's great to see you and, and great to have you with us tonight. So... Uh, I wanted to talk a little bit. Uh, I was I was made uh, I was made known this afternoon that it has been four years since you took over the helm of the uh, Memphis Chamber after the death of uh, Phil Trenery. Yes, four years, and it doesn't seem like uh, it should be that long. But you know what? Two of those years, I was engaged deeply. In a pandemic. Yeah, that's very true. That's very yeah, true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and so, but so you had to really. And so I I know that when you got in, Beverly, and I, I know one of the things that really convinced you to be a part of this because I know everybody was asking you about. Can you please, you know, come help us out here? And you were the right person for that position. But you had a lot of challenges to face, not just uh, within the organization itself and how you were going to try to steer and drive motivation uh, to move our city forward, uh, but COVID nineteen as well. Talk about some of the challenges you've, you've had to face in the last few years? Sure. I, I want to start with just saying that I was the first female and first African-American to leave the chamber. Yes, you were. In 184 years, maybe 185 coming up very soon. Yes, ma'am. And, you know, that brings with it its own set of challenges. Um, they had never had a person like me <laughs> in the position and I bring, my, I bring to the table my lived experiences, mm -hmm. not just, you know, a person who has worked in business, but a person who looks like me, who's worked as the leader of the National Civil Rights Museum in corporate America. Mm -hmm. uh, that was very different for many people who uh, were engaged in the chamber. And the other thing that was really significant is right after I stepped in, was in, intending to do a massive plan. I did talk to everybody on the team about their perspective of what the chamber's work was. And we came up with PEW as a result of those conversations because everybody had a different opinion sure. or a different version of what the chamber's work was. But the E is the economic development at the epicenter. W, you can't do it without a workforce. There you go. You got to have a trained and talented pipeline. And then you've got to have public policy because that sets the conditions in which you operate. But the other thing is after the pandemic struck, I had to really end up raising money to ensure the sustainability of the chamber because 89% of chamber members are small businesses. Oh, wow. Oh, and wow. they could not support the chamber membership and try to save their businesses too. That 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 was a that was a heavy load. That's a heavy load to walk in on and, and, and to try to and to try to reconfigure things. And, you know, and as stated, you know, being the first uh, woman and the first uh, woman of color uh, to hold that position, uh, a lot of eyes were on you and a lot of folks are trying to figure out, OK, uh, so 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 what's what's next? And, and, and uh, you. You pride yourself in in being very uh, very purposeful uh, in your task and 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 how you try to lead this organization. How do you think you've done? You know, I would I would give myself 
Um, I'd give myself under the circumstances probably a B plus or an A. Okay. Um, and and I would give it because we were such great ready uh, a fount of information for businesses of all sizes, small businesses especially needed to understand how they could get loans to keep their businesses afloat. We were right there mm -hmm. when big businesses wanted to know about the pandemic and its impact on them. And what about how do we reopen these businesses once the pandemic had been was declining? And what are the legal issues in case someone decides to sue us if they catch COVID while they're on the job? So we dealt with banks to help small businesses. Mm -hmm. And we created a small business resilience playbook for small businesses. Because when you think about 89% of the businesses being small businesses, we knew that they didn't know how to navigate mm -hmm. a pandemic. We'd never had one before. There was no playbook for that. Mm -hmm. So we decided we would galvanize the business community to advise small businesses and create, we created a website uh, the playbook is on our website. Uh, people can access that information so that if we ever have acts of God or another pandemic, they have a ready resource to be able to refer to. Uh, I would imagine with uh, with a small business workforce of 89 percent, folks are pretty receptive to that type of help uh, that you offered them. Um, would I say that? Oh, they were thrilled and they couldn't believe that the chamber was really going out and identifying experts who could talk about well, how do I handle the technical aspects? A lot of them weren't ready for you know, all of the Zooming and the Teams and yeah. a lot of that, they didn't have the technological infrastructure or foundation mm -hmm. to be able to do that. And in the middle of all of that, we created a strategic plan for Memphis that focused on three major areas. One uh, is making sure that we cre could create 50,000 quality jobs uh, by 2030. And by quality jobs, I mean jobs that pay uh, better than at or better than minimum wage. I've heard because you talk about people that. need to yeah. be uplifted. They've yeah. got they've got to work their way out, but you've got to have the foundation for that, and that's a good job. The other thing that we want to do is attract 700 advanced manufacturing jobs, and those jobs are high paying jobs for every advanced manufacturing job created. We create four more jobs. Mm -hmm. So that is very lucrative. And then we need to make sure that we prepare 20,000 STEM graduates annually yep. Yep. Mm -hmm. by 2030, because guess what? The future is all about STEM. If, if your listeners have young people who are in the system and they're not taking some science and technology, engineering or math related courses, they uh, will likely have a hard time navigating the spaces of the future and also securing quality jobs that will allow them to lift themselves out of poverty if that is where they are or just to advance their goals and objectives. And, and you've been and you've been pushing this, uh, you know, I mean, ever since you got in, I mean, these are these are your these are your primary points uh, in terms of how we make uh, Memphis successful, not only now, but definitely in the future. And Absolutely. Mm -hmm. The whole purpose of the chamber is to relentlessly pursue prosperity for all, mm -hmm. because you can't leave someone behind as others are rising. Um, and we've done some things in terms of 
working with a protest to progress when we had a protest downtown a store window was broken mm -hmm. i asked the mayor if i could help we convened activists business leaders and clergy to sit at the same table and ask the activists to identify the issue so their voices were heard in spaces and places that they had never been heard before developed a plan were accountable for the successes of that plan and then business leaders gained a higher level of respect for voices that they had never heard. As you are uh, about to prepare uh, to move on, to move back to from whence you came, uh, how do you feel like you are leaving the chamber? Uh, are they in a good position now to move forward, uh, to advance uh, the cause, so to speak, that you have uh, championed the last few years? Yeah, I, I believe I'm leaving the chamber in a much more equitable position uh, where there will be a higher level of respect for all people that, you know, the chamber is the voice of business. Mm -hmm. And certainly we do the work of business by attracting new investment and helping existing businesses expand and grow. But we also have to realize that in order to be able to do that, Instead of having a two-legged stool of business and government, we need to have a three-legged stool of business, government, and community. Right. And frankly, the, the chamber is in the best operating position that it has been in in 20 years as I step out the door with a much more diverse team working to ensure the things that we have worked on continue to remain and are perpetuated long after I'm gone. Well, you know, I've known you a long time. You're a lady of excellence, and, and, and you demand that uh, wherever it is that you are and whatever it is that you do. And uh, so, you know, we're extraordinarily fortunate to have you here. I know the chamber, uh, it'll be missing the cog when, uh, when, when you step away. But something tells me uh, that, 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 that your relationship with them uh, won't be completely over. <laughs> well, you know, what I've said to them is, I'm not interested in sitting on the board because I will never sit in judgment of another leader. People asked me that when I left the National Civil Rights Museum and I told them I'm not going to judge. Mm -hmm. So I don't want to be on the board uh, because th then it, it will almost uh, ensure that you will ask me something <laughs> that might fly in the face of the existing leader. And I don't I ever want to do that. I but I've told them if you need my advice, my counsel, uh, I'll be there because the work that we are doing is about driving transformational change in Memphis, Tennessee. Mm -hmm. Memphis is my city. I love it. I make no apology for it. And I want to see it grow and prosper. Beverly Robinson, president and CEO, outgoing president and CEO of the Memphis Chamber. You know I love you. You know how I feel about you, and uh, and and so I, I'm just uh, I'm I'm thrilled uh, for 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 everything that you have done and will continue to do for the city that that you love so much. And uh, I want to thank you for taking a few minutes to come on the show tonight and uh, talk to our listeners. Uh, of course, uh, you know, like I said, you know how I feel about you, and 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 we're we'll always stay in touch no matter where it is you are and whatever it is you do. And I make myself easy to find. I promise. Somehow you always find me and I'm always I always respond positively when you ask me to do something because you have a heart for the community, too. And that's the beauty. Well, I appreciate that. You tell you tell Mr. H. I said hello. And I'll do uh, it, Chip. And the best to you, all the best to you and all that you do and really do appreciate you. Thank you, sweetheart. I appreciate you. We'll talk down the road. Take care of yourself. OK, all take right. care now.
Beverly Robinson, ladies and gentlemen, uh, outgoing president and CEO of the Memphis Chamber. And let me tell you something, man. Uh, you know, you couldn't find a, a better person. Uh, I mean, from the heart, you know, from the inside out and from the outside in. She is absolutely amazing. And and her story and her story isn't done around here. I'm sure that uh, not too far down the road we'll hear from beverly again in another iteration thank you so much for coming on the show we'll take our next break and when we come back we're going to talk a little bit more about uh what the women are doing here uh in the city of memphis this is real talk memphis i'm your host chip washington we'll take a quick break we'll be right back If you like Real Talk, here's a way you can get involved. Do you have a show topic idea or suggestion? Want to be considered a guest or have a guest idea? Then send Chip a message on his Real Talk show page and you can be a part of the Real Talk experience. So as he always says, go out and tell somebody. We'll be right back. Support for WYXR comes from Focal Point. Located in Crosstown Concourse, Focal Point is a Southern College of Optometry clinical facility that offers fittings with designer eyewear and eco-friendly frames. Learn more at focalpointcrosstown.com. Support for WYXR comes from our partners at Spaces Group, a certified Miller Knoll dealer. Spaces Group is a commercial furniture dealership located in Memphis, Tennessee and Jackson, Mississippi, specializing in furniture for the corporate, healthcare, educational, and nonprofit markets. More information at spacesgrp.com or their Instagram at Spaces Memphis. Minglewood Hall presents Lucy Dacus on Friday, October 14th. Lucy Dacus is a musician, performer, and storyteller. Her most recent album, Home Video, was named a Top 10 Album of 2021 by NPR Music, USA Today, Rolling Stone, and The New York Times. For more information, visit MinglewoodHallMemphis.com. Get Real Talk on the TuneIn mobile app under WYXR, and he's now streaming live on Facebook. And you can also catch a rebroadcast on YouTube. Just put WYXR in the search box and hit subscribe. Now back to more Real Talk with Chip Washington. And welcome back to Real Talk Memphis on this Monday evening and where we're celebrating the accomplishments of some of our finest ladies in town. And that goes for my next guest. Now, you know, I've known her for some years, uh, but uh, I've never had her on the big broadcast. She is a highly successful business owner, president and founder of KQ Communications. It is a, a boutique PR firm, an award-winning PR firm, and Pleased to welcome to the show Renee Malone. Renee, good to see you. Good to see you, Chip. It's an honor to be on the show with you. I promise you that. Oh, Lord have mercy. Thank yes. you. No, it's Here true. We go. Okay, it's true. Right. It's true. She's, Take all the compliments. No, no, no. no. Take she, them all. She's so sweet. <laughs> so listen, Renee, uh, you you have you run quite a, a successful uh, firm, a PR firm, if I do say so myself, being very 
honest about it. Kind of give us a little backstory about um, how long uh, KQ Communications has been uh, in in you know in motion and what made you decide because you and I come from the same school of television Amen. news and broadcasting. But what made you decide that uh, you wanted to start your own PR uh, firm? You know, Chip, I always say business ownership chose me. I didn't choose it, right? Uh It was just a happenstance. Um, Truly, um, after transitioning out of journalism and working PR um, at a school system for a period of time, it just, um, I started doing side support, side gig help. Mm -hmm. Um, Here or there, people would call and say, hey, Renee, can you help me with a couple of media placements? Can you help me put together a communications plan? And over time, you're thinking, man, I'm doing as much of this side gig work as I am full time. Um, So it turned into a business. A couple of like-minded people joined me. And so we made KQ work. How long long has your agency been in in effect? Yeah, 15 years this year. 15 years. (laughs) I bet time has flown, hasn't it? It has. It has. Now, the last, you know, during those pandemic years, those went slow at first. Yeah, sure. (laughs) Because we weren't sure what was going to happen. But, you know, God sustained us throughout and it really ended up being a growth period for us. One of the things that I learned in doing a little background on you and your agency is uh, you emphasize to all uh, who work uh, within your agency uh, Mm -hmm. to do things the KQ way. And uh, I wanted to find out uh, what exactly is the KQ way? Great, great question. Kingdom quality. A lot of people don't know that stands for kingdom quality. We're Mm -hmm. faith based. Mm -hmm. Um, We operate with integrity. Um, And you kind of feel like when you're doing work every day, you're not doing it for man, but for God. Mm -hmm. And everybody doesn't like that kind of conversation or isn't ready for it. But that's who I am. And I can only be authentically me. So. Absolutely. And you require that of everybody that works for you, uh, which which is is why now you you you've won a series of 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 awards nationally. You've been recognized, rather, I should say, uh, your agency has, you know, by by your peers. Uh, What, in your estimation, uh, makes for a successful PR firm? Because as you know way better than me, there are many of them all across this country. Now, you you have two offices, one here in Memphis, of course, and the other one in Atlanta. But but what makes, uh, in your mind, someone who's been doing this for a while now, uh, for a successful public relations agency? Well, I can say for a successful group, one is that you realize you aren't doing it yourself and that the work is supported by a team of people. Um, And the minute you start thinking this is all in your strength is when you have a problem. Um, but all of us really, we look at ourselves as supports. You know, my job is support my team. My team's job is to support the clients. Um, if they're happy and supporting clients, we're all doing good work. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's really also keeping your word, doing what you say. Um, we're research-based, so we don't come in and say, hey, I just think you should do it like this. Um, we come in and do the research and then determine a strategy um, that aligns. And some folks just come in and just start doing work. Mm-hmm. Um, without really trying to understand the client's needs in their industry. If you're just joining us, we're speaking with Renee Malone. She is the president and founder of KQ Communications, a, uh, a big-time PR firm. They call it boutique. Does that, does that mean because it's small? Is that what that means? Or, I mean, what, yeah, what does well, it mean? you know, in uh, the PR industry, it's like if you have zero to, I think, 25 employees is boutique. So we're it. actually a boutique firm. So that's 
the definition of our size is we we have 20 people when someone uh well, well first of all for, for the uninformed uh <laughs> why why do people i mean i guess uh you know you, you pretty much explain kind of the, the the concept of what a pr agency does but i mean so so i mean when when people come to you and say look we need help uh you know with whether whether it's a, a specific campaign or or, mm-hmm. or or what have you i mean you know how do you go about I guess once you find out what their needs are specifically, that's when you go to work. Can you, you mentioned uh, doing some research? Talk a little bit more about that, the process. Yeah, so finding out the needs. Some folks will come and just say, "Hey, I need help. I need a PR firm," like you said. And so you really have to sit down and talk to them. What are you trying to accomplish? Um, for some people, it really might mean they need help on social media, reaching their audiences in order to share some of the good work they're doing so they can showcase it a little better. So people are aware that they are even in business. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes it's about messaging and understanding how to tell their story, right? Um, just figuring out what is the best way for people to understand what they do. It may be a complicated service or product that they offer. Um, so it's a variety of things. Um, we're full service. So we offer web design, graphic design, in addition to social media management. We have digital marketing, um, media relations, um, where we connect them with great people like you. <laughs> so, yeah, lots of different things that go on. You were doing fine to that last part, but that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay that's okay so uh, so what makes okay uh, and from that perspective uh-huh. what makes a successful uh you know campaign for a particular company or or, or, or group or organization well, i mean you know and, and, and from their perspective what makes a successful campaign i know that it, i would imagine it takes it depending on what the project is specifically but i mean what makes a successful you know product at the end of the day from from, from your group Great. At the, you know, if we wanted to say it quick and high level, it's you meet the goals, right? You mm-hmm. do what you say you're going to do. If you say you're going to improve social media engagement by a certain percent and you do it, or if you're helping to ensure that key messages are shared in the right way and you do it, success. Um, it's the goal that you agree upon, you reach it, now you have achieved that success. Um, so that's really what we try to do. We make sure that the goal is what we believe, you know, or think should happen and include what the client work together and settle on one, you know, target. Um, so we don't have a moving target going throughout the campaign. That that in and of itself um, um, indicates to me that there there has to be a lot of trust uh, yeah. in, 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 in what you do. I mean, and that, does that, does that, I mean, you've been doing this for a while now, but does, does that create any, any particular type of pressure? Because look, not all clients, you know, mm-hmm. are, are easy. You know what I mean? I mean, there's, mm-hmm. uh, there are folks out there, different personalities, different styles, different ways of doing business, mm-hmm. you know? So, you know I mean? You have to be pretty flexible. And I would imagine that requires a, quite a bit of listening, but also, um, uh, some serious trust on their part about you being able to f- fulfill whatever need they have. That's it. You have to have mutual trust. But you know what, Chip, you also have to realize when every when you aren't a good fit. Right. Mm -hmm. All business isn't good business Um, and all partnerships don't work. And so you have to decide on the front end. Are we a good match? So I feel like when there's a business opportunity or a client that we might have an opportunity to get in front of, I'm looking at them like, does this work for us? They're looking at me like, will it work for me? But you have to agree 
that it's a good match in order to move forward. There are oftentimes I'll meet with someone and say, this isn't a good fit for me, but my colleague, like I know other businesses, PR companies in town that do similar work, and maybe they're a better fit for that person. Yeah. yeah. Um, so we share and you have to work. Um, we don't consider any PR firms here competition. We're all in this together. We do different types of work, go after different types of clients. And so we refer each other. People refer me, you know, sometimes because um, they think it's a better fit for us. Well, that's, you know, and that, that's interesting. I, I, I hosted an event last year, the PRSA, uh, those, those awards mm-hmm. that they had last year, and, I, and, and, and that you all were, you know, all of the people that were represented there were, were from mm-hmm. various agencies and towns and firms in town. And mm-hmm. I, I, I really sensed um, no animosity at all. You all were, I mean, you all were very friendly. You were hugging each other and you were embracing, you know, I mean, and it just seems like there's a, there, 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 there's a family atmosphere, even though you're in business and, right. and business is business, but, but it doesn't have to be adversarial, which is just with, with what you just said, I think. Absolutely. Like Deidre Malone, I consider her the GOAT, yeah, right? Yeah, so yeah. I have great admiration. And if someone comes and they're interested in a political campaign, I redirect them to Deidre because we don't really do political campaigns. Mm-hmm. So everyone kind of has their their area that they work in. And so, um, yeah, there's no reason for us to compete. There's enough work to go around. We can all eat at the table. There you go. That's what I'm talking about. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, Renee Malone, president and founder of KQ Communications, and my friend, uh, thank you so much for taking some. I know how busy you are. Thank you for so much for taking some time out to come visit with uh, all of us on Real Talk Memphis tonight. And I hope to have you back in the future. Thank you, Chip. You take good care. It was good seeing you, sir. You too. Take care of yourself. Renee Malone, ladies and gentlemen, from KQ Communications, uh, one of the uh, fine, fine businesses here in our city. We're going to take our final break, and when we come back, we're going to talk to somebody uh, who is a very familiar voice in the city of Memphis. This is Real Talk Memphis. I'm Chip. Right back. If you like Real Talk, here's a way you can get involved. Do you have a show topic idea or suggestion? Want to be considered a guest or have a guest idea? Then send Chip a message on his Real Talk show page and you can be a part of the Real Talk experience. So as he always says, go out and tell somebody. We'll be right back. Support for WYXR comes from our partners at Spaces Group, a certified Miller Knoll dealer. Spaces Group is a commercial furniture dealership located in Memphis, Tennessee and Jackson, Mississippi, specializing in furniture for the corporate, healthcare, educational, and nonprofit markets. More information at spacesgrp.com or their Instagram at Spaces Memphis. Minglewood Hall presents Lucy Dacus on Friday, October 14th. Lucy Dacus is a musician, performer, and storyteller. Her most recent album, Home Video, was named a Top 10 Album of 2021 by NPR Music, USA Today, Rolling Stone, and The New York Times. For more information, visit MinglewoodHallMemphis.com. 
WYXR is supported by the Halloran Center with the Memphis Songwriters Series, hosted by Memphis songwriter Mark Eggers-Stewart. Mark and his musical guests take audiences behind the music, sharing personal stories and introducing new works. Guests joining Mark on September 29th include Alicia Trout, Greg Cartwright, and Don Bryant. More information at orpheum-memphis.com. Okay, but every, okay, we're good. We were, we were all both. Get Real Talk on the TuneIn mobile app under WYXR, and he's now streaming live on Facebook. And you can also catch a rebroadcast on YouTube. Just put WYXR in the search box and hit subscribe. Now back to more Real Talk with Chip Washington. And welcome back to Real Talk Memphis on this Monday evening. And, you know, my, my next guest is another someone else that I've known for a very long time. Uh, but uh, she really needs no introduction or her voice doesn't. Uh, many, 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 many of you listen to her each and every morning, along with a part of Drain Money on 95.7 Hallelujah FM. <laughs> so, you know, welcome I like to the, the show. Yeah, I, I, I try to attribute to you. <laughs> Sherry Mackey is our guest, and Sherry, it's so nice to have you on the show. Thank you, Chip. It is my honor to be on the show with you. I watch. I'm a fan, so ah. I'm sitting. I'm like, come on, Chip. <laughs> <laughs> listen, uh, I mean, we, we we listen to you. Wake us up every single morning in this city. Uh, you two have uh, a, a, an amazing show uh, with a, with an absolutely amazing chemistry. And uh, you know, you and I were talking a little bit offline last week. The station celebrated its 20th anniversary, and you've been there each every every year for the for those 20 years. But you actually started before that. You've been in radio for what 24 years? Did you tell me? 24 years. 24 years. Uh, Chip, I started back actually on AM 1380 W O O M, the Glory Station. Oh my goodness! And eventually went on to be a part of AM 990, the Light, and. Um, Bruce, who was over the station at the time, he decided, you know what, it's time for us to go to an FM dial. And uh, he actually uh, is the genius behind Hallelujah FM and the Hallelujah FM brands. And so uh, Bruce Stimps. And so yep, those Bruce hands are actually his. Wow. <laughs> wow. Well, that's, you know, I mean, I, I don't know what, what categorized the person as a legend. I would say you're a broadcast legend in this, in this town. You've been here over two decades. And I'm sure when you were chronologically listing the stations that you worked at prior to Hallelujah, you took a lot of people back. Because, uh, I mean, you know, loyalty in this town, you know, goes back a long way. Uh, and, and 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 you are an award-winning radio station. Uh, you are a part of that stellar awards. You 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 all have won what two three times? Have you as best as station in the market? Yeah. Uh, so ninety-five point seven has won two stellar awards. Uh, I've been stellar nominated, uh, won multiple awards, and that kind of thing. 
as far as just me as a personality, but it is an honor. That's like the Grammys of gospel. I was going to say Academy Awards of, 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 of well, gospel. We'll take that too. We'll I mean, take that too. I, I'm, I'm thinking just, you need to step that up a little bit higher on that. That's a, that's, that's a, that's a big deal. So, so let me ask and, you. Let me ask you we, this. We've done the Doves as well. We've been honored by the Dove Doves Awards, well. big time, man. And if you're just joining us, ladies and gentlemen, we're speaking with Sherry Mackey, radio personality, uh, ninety-five point seven Hallelujah FM. And you know, Sherry, a lot of people think that this radio thing, um, because it's it's a habit, people listen to it every day, and you do what you do. They think it's easy, um, but 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 it really isn't. I mean, people have discriminating taste. Uh, gospel stations, not only here but across this country, are are big, are really really big. And uh, first of all, I guess I should ask you, why do you think that is? I mean, folks are. I guess we're we're all looking for something, but uh, the 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 uh, the gospel audience is looking for something in particular. Talk about that. I'm looking for inspiration, um, Chip, especially when we live in a society and we live in a world where so many things are happening. When you're uh, trying to navigate your way through a pandemic mm -hmm. and life is happening to you at the same time, mm -hmm. uh, when, you know, you got problems with the family, problems on the job, or, you know, you're feeling discouraged, you want some source of encouragement. You want something that's going to help pep you up throughout the day. And I think that's where that, that gospel comes in, where you get that inspiration that you need. You get that Bible verse. And it's okay uh, to hear a song uh, that's going to encourage you or for that gospel announcer or personality to get on. And they're encouraging you with the word of God. They'll say that right word, that right thing that you need to hear in that moment mm -hmm. to let you know that it's going to be okay. You know, it has it has uh, really increased in popularity. I mean, meaning the the, the gospel music and the, and the stations. I mean, you see it now, uh, even in terms of the commercial awards, the Grammys, you know, and and, and things like that. It's becoming um, you know more commercialized. But I believe it's it that is the the case because it is becoming very very popular worldwide, and and people do need something. And 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 I think there are folks who listen, uh, in particular, to gospel stations all across this country who are really searching for something. You know, as you said. And inspiration seems to be really the phrase that comes to my mind, as you just mentioned. Yeah, inspiration, because that's what they want. They want to be inspired. They want to be encouraged. Uh, Chip, I think one of the most gratifying things about uh, working in gospel radio in particular is the fact that you're at work and you're doing something that you absolutely love and that you would do for free, mm -hmm. but you get paid for it. But when that person calls and says, I was about to give up. I was thinking about committing suicide and you're able mm. while at work to talk to that person, to encourage that person, mm. uh, to make them change and choose a different course. A person who has gotten discouraged in their marriage and you're able to encourage them in that situation or a person who maybe be going or they're fighting through a sickness or an illness and you're able to talk to. That's a blessing and, and it's an encouragement to me. You know, and, 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 there's, and there's a lot in what you just said in particular. We, we never know what what what. Any of our brothers and sisters are going through in life, and and, right. and and a lot of folks, you know, in particular in, in the world that that, that that you are so adept in, you know, they hear a particular song or a phrase or a word, you know, that that really may pick them up from a, a place of desperation, really to a place of hope, and that really, you know, in and of itself, has got to be such a blessing for you on a daily basis. It is. It it, it is quite humbling, actually, because you 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 it kind of puts things in perspective. It's like. Me, little old me. Mm -hmm. God, you chose me to do this work. Mm -hmm. you, 
it, it's, it's quite humbling, actually. Yeah. It, it is. No, nothing happens. Uh, I mean, everything happens for a reason. Now, uh, the, the the pairing of you and, and Dre uh, is is really. <laughs> I mean, you know, I I, I I find myself listening to you all more and more because uh, chemistry has a, a big role in in the success of a of a, of a program. Uh, you two have an amazing chemistry, and and I tell you what, I've been around this world a little bit, uh, and uh, you know, I know real from unreal. And what you guys right. have is is really is is very much real. Talk about what makes uh, you two click as a as a as a team in the mornings. Uh, the fact that we respect each other, uh, Chip. Uh, the fact that uh, <laughs> we're we're great <laughs> friends, and we believe the same, and we're headed in the same direction. Um, he knows that I have no ill intent toward him and same, you know, song second verse with me. It's just we are great friends on and off the air. I call him my brother from another mother. We fight. And I like to say we fight really good. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> well, you well, well, you all, you know, you can you can you make it look really easy because it, obviously because it, 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 it is really easy, um, you know, for you to work together. Now, how long have you two been a, 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 a team? Uh, Dre, I think, has been on the morning show now six years, about six years. He's been on the morning show, but we were friends prior to him mm. coming on the morning show. Mm -hmm. And so that that just kind of made it easy. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it comes off, you know, like I say, it's just effortless. And I think that uh, that 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 is to professionals doing what they what they what they truly love to do uh you know in in, in terms of uh, you know where we are I, I i would not ask you this question because i already know the answer it seems as if you know you would be there uh for as long as you could possibly be at that station i, I can't see you going anywhere is this is this your final destination in terms of uh the station and what you do on a daily basis i absolutely love what i do at hallelujah fm and unless the lord himself says sherry go move over here i am there i have no plans at all of uh doing doing something other than radio I, now you know i'm a outside of radio i am the director of marketing and communications for a nonprofit here in memphis agape child and family services but when it comes to radio i love my iheart radio family well, you know, we love you, and uh, you know, and, and Tracy Bethay. You know, I've, I've known Tracy for a long time, of, uh, you know, as well. She's program director over there, and so you tell her I said hi next time. You I definitely see will. Her. That's my girl. We talk every night. <laughs> well, when you talk tonight, you tell her that that she's on my radar too. I'm gonna get her on this show as well. So, absolutely, absolutely. You know, but 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 Sherry Mackey, thank you so much uh, for being you and for the gift uh, that you give. Uh, all of our listeners each and every morning, all the, all the people here in the city of Memphis, we, we love you, we treasure you, and uh, I've never met Dre, but tell him I said hello as well. And, uh, you know, keep doing what you're doing. Uh, keep uplifting us, inspiring us, and motivating us to be better people. Uh, thank you so much for coming on the show tonight. I really appreciate it. Well, Chip, you know I appreciate you, man. I have followed your career, your story because you're a legend in your own right don't play i'm a legend and in my own mind yeah that, i mean i'll I, I take that i'll take that you know but but god but bless I you i have man. followed your career and certainly love and respect you so much and i appreciate you thank you sweetheart you have a good night and i, I, I will be talking again down the road okay bye-bye uh, bye-bye now
Sherry Maggie, ladies and gentlemen, uh, 95.7 Hallelujah FM every morning, 6 to 10 a.m. Well, it's been a great show. This has been Ladies Night. I hope y'all enjoyed it. Uh, I'm looking down here on the line, and I see Pam Crittenden Johnson's watching. Michael Harris is online tonight. Jennifer Coburn, Washington, no relation, is online tonight. Uh, and, uh, yeah, Andrew Andrew Withers is uh, checking us out as well. Uh, I know that uh, Audrey Audrey Hill is on here somewhere. I just can't, I can't see her right now. But, listen, uh, thank you all for uh, being a part of the big broadcast this evening. And uh, as uh, Cell plays us out, uh, yeah, I just I can't tell you how much I appreciate uh, the audience, your support, your encouragement, uh, your positive words, and more importantly, I, I really appreciate the guests that uh, that make a choice to come on the show. Uh, all I do is call and ask, and uh, they uh, are gracious enough to say uh, yes, Chip. We love to come on, and and I hope that uh, you know we provide you with a good interview each and every time we do this show. Uh, I would uh, ask you, uh, encourage you, if you like what you hear. Uh, and like what we do, continue to tell your friends and support the product. Support what we do here uh, at uh, Real Talk Memphis on 91.7, uh, 90, yeah, WYXR. <laughs> I just almost lost it there for a second. So listen, uh, thank you again for a wonderful show. Uh, so for Sal, for Nicole, for Lola, we appreciate you. We appreciate you, as they say. Uh, have a great week. Please be safe. Watch out for yourself and watch out for others. And if the Lord says so, we'll be back here next week. Same time, same place, and we hope to do it a bit better. So for all of us, I'm Chip, and I'm out. See you soon.